Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Wow. Stand to your feet wherever you are. Just stand to your feet. Wonderful, wonderful. Some of you are not smiling. Is there a particular reason why you are not smiling? Or is the light? Anyway, lift your hands and just, before we receive the word of God, I want you to pray for yourself and pray that God visits you today as you come before his word, that God visits you today, that God, there's a visitation from God to you today. Lift your voice and just pray. He visits you through his spirit, visits you through his word in the name of Jesus. Visit us today, speak to us. Speak to us. Maybe today's your first time. Ask God to visit you. Ask him to speak to you. Ask him to speak to you. Ask him to speak to you. Matola seka patosi. Kimola bras tepao. Rondolobos. Kemandoloba. Rabanda lababa. Bronteba. 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 Ripandolobo. Ribando la baba, brintolo, skipando la, lanto liba, branta la baba, ripando lo speak to us, Lord, speak to us, Lord, mato la be, ramande bade, skipalo la, shepato sipade, ripando lo talaba, speak to us, maso le be, ramando le be, brando liba. Masoli Paco Satele, the Spirit called speak to us, Lord, speak to us, Lord. Come, let us enter in, bow down and worship Him. This is the hour of visitation while He is calling. Everywhere. Why he is 
thank you that you are calling your favor is falling and we are gathering all things because this is the hour of your visitation let everybody under the sound of my voice be visited in a special way today in the name of Jesus Holy Spirit speak to us touch us guide us help us lead us to where you want us to be heal us by your word and by your power in the name of Jesus raise up many people to serve you in the mighty name of Jesus and everybody said amen Say a nicer amen. amen. Well, give your neighbor a high five. Give another neighbor a high five. And tell your neighbor, it's time for you to be blessed. Wow. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of God, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of God, come on! It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light, oh, walk, 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 walk,
is going to be a week of miracles. I believe it so much. This week is going to be a week of miracles. You are going to have a testimony by Sunday. I said you are going to have a testimony by Sunday. If you believe it, give Jesus a shout of praise. Wow. You may be seated in the presence of God. It's a great thing to serve God. Amen. Well, um, you're welcome to church. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor to preach to you this morning. I'm continuing my series I started last week from this book. The title of the book is, It is a Great Thing to Serve the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a book written by our bishop, Doug Hewitt Mills. And it's a blessing. Hallelujah. And we, we started last week, right? Some of you were here, some of you weren't. But we started last week. Amen. And I started by saying that not... What did I say? Okay, let's, let's come back there. I started by saying that, uh-huh, good. You don't need to be a pastor or a prophet or an apostle to be a servant of God. I started by dispelling the notion that it's only pastors or prophets who are servants of God. And we look through various examples of people in the Bible whom the Bible described as servants of God, yet they were not pastors. We looked at Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Bible says they, are, they were servants of God, but none of them were pastors. Abraham was not a pastor. He was a businessman. Isaac was also a businessman. Then Jacob was a pickpocket. Who served God? Do you get it? Uh-huh. Then we looked at David. This David guy, he was a shepherd. Then he went to kill a guy called Goliath. Then he later became a king, but the Bible described him as a servant of God. So far, we have not looked at any pastor or prophet. Of course, pastors and prophets are also servants of God. Amen. And when you look through the Bible, you see pastors and prophets who served God. The Bible describes them as servants of God. So there's nothing wrong with being a pastor. I'm just saying that some of you would just say, if we start talking about servants of God or serving God, this message is dead for the pastor, his wife, and a few of his friends. But it's not true. Last week, we saw a guy in the Bible who was a servant of God who surprised all of us. His name was Nebuchadnezzar. You see, Jacob was a pickpocket and he met the Lord. So he, we can understand. But Nebuchadnezzar, he was an unbeliever. They didn't believe in God. But the Bible described him as the servant of God. You get it? So we, we, we read, I think, Jeremiah, we saw Nebuchadnezzar. Bible says, 8 and 9, 25, 8 and 9, he says, I will send my servant. Or I will send Nebuchadnezzar, my servant. Yeah, God said, I was sending my servant. Who was God's servant? Nebuchadnezzar. And I said, if Nebuchadnezzar can serve God, 
then you and I have to serve God. Somebody say amen. amen. An unbeliever was serving God, then you and I must serve God. Amen. amen. So we said, what does it mean to serve God? Or what does it mean to serve somebody? I said, to serve somebody is to carry out the wishes of the person. So anybody who carries out your wishes is your servant or is serving you. Amen. Anybody who carries out the wishes of God is serving God. And Nebuchadnezzar, how did Nebuchadnezzar become a servant of God? God wanted to destroy the people of Judah. He wanted to punish them and he needed a punisher. And the punisher he got was called Nebuchadnezzar. When he called, he sent Nebuchadnezzar a WhatsApp message. He said, Nebuchadnezzar, can you go and punish this guy? He said, yes, I can go. He said, ah, from today, you are my servant. So when God asks you to do something, Lipondo, see me after church. When God asks you to do something and you respond to it, you do what God wants you to do, you become a servant of God. And that's actually what God is expecting of all of us. Solomon said, let us hear the conclusion of the matter. At the end of it all is that you fear God and keep his commandments. When you keep God's commandments, you become somebody who serves God. Somebody who's serving God. And I explained to you last week that to serve God means to seek the kingdom of God. We read from Matthew chapter 6. Verse 33, the Bible tells us that seek ye first. The king of 31 it says, take no thought of yourself. Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we do? Wherewithal shall we be closed? Then the Bible says, your father in heaven knows that you need these things. And after these things, do the Gentiles seek. Then 33 says that seek, but seek first. The kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. All these other, what are these, all, all these things? The things that the Gentiles seek. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewith shall we be clothed? It says, when you seek God, these things are added to you. God adds these things to you. That's why this morning you are in church, you are wearing clothes. That's why you are not naked. That's why it's not like when you woke up, there's nothing to where your, your, what you were wearing on Saturday has expired or has evaporated. So there's nothing to where you have something to wear to come to church. Actually, the problem is that what should I wear? As in, should I wear blue? Should I wear green? Should I wear yellow? I mean, I don't know today. A lot of you are wearing dark colors. So the church looks very dark. Yeah. I don't know whether he had a Kosatu meeting and said, okay, we are wearing black today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, when we seek God, God has things to us. That's why we must seek God. It's like saying, when we serve God, God has things to us. You see those who are doing the drama here just a few minutes ago. This is how they are serving God. Making that, I mean, all of you were happy, you were smiling when you saw the guy Jerry, even his dance moves, even his raps. He said to the girl, You know, you forget about everything the doctors are saying. You don't, the only vitamin you need is vitamin me. I mean, hey, and you were smiling. How many of you were smiling when you were, you were, you enjoyed the, you enjoyed the, the waving your hand to is very difficult for you. Why you have not eaten today? Hey. Why? 
You need vitamin me, I tell you. <laughs> they are seeking the kingdom, making the church nicer. That's all. So that when you come to church, you enjoy it. They are ordinary people like you. They are, not spe- they are not in the Bible. It's not like we opened the Bible to Leviticus, then we saw the Jerry guy, then we took him out. That, boom, that's Jerry. No. They are ordinary people, real people. After church, when you move in the, in the, in the church, you will see them, real human beings like you. They have just decided, we will do something in the church to make the church a nicer place. That's what we mean by seeking the kingdom of God. Seeking the kingdom of God. Then we looked at, I said we looked at a guy called Uzziah, or Uzziah. The Bible says Uzziah, for as long as he sought God, for as long as he was interested in God, God made him prosper. When you seek God, God makes you prosper. Don't be jealous of somebody who is prospering. It's more likely he's doing something you are not doing. So just do what he's doing, then you also start to prosper. And Uzziah, the reason why he was prospering was because he was seeking God. As we are here, let us seek God. And let's seek God's kingdom. In this church, let me just even finish that. I'll come back to it, but let me just. In this church, we have nine or ten different groups in the church that you can be a part of to help you to seek God. To help you to serve God in his kingdom. We have, as if you can read from where you are sitting, not that you can read the word, but I mean, you can see from where you are sitting. We have the roses, we have the daisies, we have the ashes, we have media, we have a new group, it's an old group, but we've just, we are just changing the name, to show your love. Then we have sheep seekers, then we have film stars, they were the ones who were here. Then we have airport stars, they are the ones who meet you when you come to church outside. They have communion stars. These are all various groups that we have created in the church to help you and I to seek God. What do you have to do? You just join one of them and you find something to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. No problem. Just join one of them. Once you join one of the groups, you will get something to do in the church. When I finish preaching, I'll explain them to you again properly. Help you to get something to do in the church. And seek God. And for as long as we seek God, God continues to bless us. Today, I want to introduce another blessing or another thing that happens when we serve God. Malachi chapter 3. Another thing that happens when we serve God. In Malachi chapter 3, reading from verse 17, the Bible says, And they shall be mine, saith the Lord. And in that day when I come, when I make up my jewels, I will spare them. As a man spareth his own son that serveth him. And they shall return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. And between him that serve God and him that serve him not. The Bible says that one day, God is going to come. And when God comes, his intention is that he's here to make up his jewels. As in to pick up his jewels. 
And when he comes to pick up his jewels, he will spare. And I will spare them. As a man spares his own son that saves him. Then people will now return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. And between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. One of the things that happens when we serve God or over time, even in the churches, that there becomes a clear difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. I've been a pastor for about 20 years and have seen all over those who serve God and those who don't serve God over time. There's a difference. God is going. So as you are here now, serve God. Or else one day you will start to complain when you don't have to complain. And God has forgotten me. God has deserted me. God has, God has, God has, God has. Or God has not. God has not. God, you will start to complain. Why is this sister being blessed more than I am being blessed? Serve God. Serve God. As you serve God, God will bless and when God blesses, you see that there's a difference between the people around. In Luke chapter 15, we see the famous story of the prodigal son. This story tells us of two people who were in the same house, the same church. And one of them decided not to serve anymore. And the other one continued serving. Over time, the difference became clear. The Bible says a certain man had two sons. Now these two sons, one of them said to his father, Father, give unto me the portion of goods that falleth to me. The Bible says, and the father divided unto them his living. And not many days later, the younger of them gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. He decided, you know something, my father's rules are too many in this house. Every day, sit down, turn off the TV, go to bed. It's okay. I don't like all this. When I go out, I come, they are complaining. Now, this is what is going to happen. Uh, Little girls, sit down, okay. Sitting doesn't kill anybody. Sit down. And the Bible says, he took his journey to a far country. But what happened? The Bible says, and there he wasted his substance on routers living. This guy went out and I have seen so many people, we are in the church, we are all happy in the church. Then they say, oh, look, this church is even too much, too much church, too much church, too much church. Then they leave the church. Some, some live for a while. <laughs> some live for a long time. Some live for a short time. It's like just a while. The prodigal son, he left his father's house for a while. But the Bible says the time that he left, he wasted his substance. Your substance is, refers to what makes you what you have. And he wasted it on wild living. Because when you are not in the church, you have to have a wild life. What other type of life would you have? Yeah, wild life. You don't sleep in the night. Look, I even see people, Mr. Spar, when they can, you see their color is gone. I said, like, their color, their color is gone. They say black don't crack, but it wrinkles. No, black, I mean, 
That's the adv- if when you are, that's why any handsome guy in a movie is that tall, dark, and handsome because dark you are secure. Yellow bone, hey, problem. Because we don't know whether you are red or you are yellow. I mean, you see, it's a, it's a complex case. But you will see by the time they go and come black, it has wrinkled. Either it has been overly stretched and it's now shrinking, or it has been overly shrunk and it's now being stretched. So it's like it can't. It can't. It's confusing. Yeah, it's it's like deep blue green. We are not sure. You you can't tell. Yeah, so when they shake hands with you, you look, you, ah, you think you are, you look, you think, oh, 42, but when you, oh, 17, huh, ooh. I'm talking about the dark because then sometimes they are yellow. Sometimes it's a yellow bone. Yellow bones, amen. Now, there are different types of yellow bones. They are. natural yellow bones then they are makeup assisted yellow bones do you get it because how do you know it's makeup assisted you see that this place is brighter than this place or this place is brighter than this place you see that So, when you are moving, you don't know whether you see one side is Fanta, the other side is Coca-Cola. You are not sure. <laughs> Wet homemade yellow bone. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's a homemade yellow bone. <laughs> DIY yellow bone. <laughs> Do it yourself. Yeah. By the time they come back, you see that the color Maybe if it's a natural yellow, I mean, God give, God Himself gave it yellow like that. But by the time they come back, you see that the yellow. Is, is closer to brown than yellow. It's like the color has run out. It is. It has been diluted. They poured so much water into it. The color is finishing. So the Bible says the prodigal son he went out and he wasted what he had on wild living. The Bible says when he had spent all the arrows a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country who sent him to the field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. But when he came unto himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish here in hunger. I will arise, I will go back to my father's house. And I'll say to him, Father, I've sinned against you, against heaven. I'm no longer aware. And he arose and he went to his father's house. But when he was away of his father, saw him, had compassion, and ran unto him, fell on his neck, and kissed him. And the son said, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in thy sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your high servants. But his father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Bring, put a ring on him and a shoe on him. And bring forth the fatted cow and let's kill it. For this my son, he was dead. He's alive. He's lost. 
is found. And they began to marry. I preached somewhere. I had an interpreter when I got to this piece of scripture and I said, and they began to marry. The inter- interpreter said to the people, they started to get married. <laughs> now, but when you look at this guy, he went, they, his brother, Bible says, when they were making a, the brother was coming from the field and he had music, loud music and dancing. And he called it to his servant and says, what meaneth this thing? And the servant said, your son, your brother has come and your father has received him safely. And he has had a battle. And the Bible says he was angry. He said he will not come in. Then his father went out to entreat him. The Bible says, and then he said to his father, all these years have I served you. Never have I transgressed your command even once. Yet you have not given unto me one kid to kill and to celebrate with my friend. Then the father said to him, son, Bible says the father entreated, said, son, thou art always with me. All that I have is thine. It was meet that we celebrate this thy brother. He was dead. That we have received him safe and sound. He was dead. This is the situation of two guys in the same church. One of them didn't want to serve. He left the house and he went somewhere else. And the other one stayed in the house and continued serving. The Bible says over time, I'm sure when he was going, he looked like the, the, the guy because he had the money, he had the dough, he had everything. He looked like the nice guy. Usually when people are leaving the church, they look like they are right and we are wrong. Usually when people are in the church, they don't want to stay. I, I, I found myself a girl. I'm going with my girl. I'm going with my girl. So it looks like he has the girl and he's going with the girl. And we don't have anybody and we are staying here. It looks very nice. I'm going with the girl. I'm going with the girl. Oh, she has the guy. Say, I found myself a guy. I'm going with the guy. I'm going with the guy. I'm going with the guy. And we've got nothing. We've just got each other. And we are here. So it looked like the prodigal son, the younger son was the guy who was, who, who was like the, the main person around. But it was just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. The Bible says when he went, not, it didn't take long. Everything he had finished. The new found love, you say you have found that some has not existed before. Now, by the way, when, when people say that I found a new boyfriend, it's usually somebody's old boyfriend. Yeah. Somebody's old boyfriend that she has left, dumped, rejected, and then you have found. Do you see it? So it's usually cross pollination or recycling. That's all. Yeah. After time, with then we started to see the difference between the two sons. The two of them. The one who served and the one who didn't serve. We started to see the difference. The first difference that occurred, the first difference that occurred was that they, also, they, they had a difference in status. Status. When the prodigal son returned, he said to his father, I have sinned against heaven. And against you, and I'm no longer worthy yeah. to be called your son. Make me 
as one of your servants. He, he reduced from son. He used to be a son. As he was serving God, he used to be a son. But he came down from being a son to a servant. To a servant. That's one of, that's the first, I've been serving God for a long time. My status and other people's statuses who have not served God. I'm preaching, I can't even think of people I knew. We all started serving God together. 1996 together. Today they have children we can't account for. It's like unaccounted for. The child looks so much like you, but you say it's not your child. So you let's be, let's keep it like that. Yeah. The boy who was in the house he was fine. He was still a son. This guy, he had now come to the level of a servant. He, he reapplied for a job in his father's house. He said, can I be one of the servants? He couldn't even say, yeah, please, can I become your son again? So no. Servant. Let us serve God. One of the things God upgrades when we serve is our status, our, our status, our, who we are. Yeah, not, not the, the status you put on DP, on, 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 on WhatsApp every Monday. No, God upgrades you. And when you don't serve God, He leaves you to diminish. He had become a servant. That's the level He was at. Servant. Gil, can you imagine? He had become a servant in his own house. I'm trying to imagine the servants who used to be there that he used to command them, go here, bring me tea, bring me food, go and get me this. Suddenly he has become like them. Even some of them are now supervisors. And he's now starting. So can you imagine the servant who call, hey you, come, come. And they'll be sending him. He said, make me as one of servants. That's why we have to serve God now. Also one day we'll become servants. Yeah. Hired servants. Like a slave. Serve God now. Like a slave in God's house. So you have come. You see, even as we have been in, in the church over the years, we have seen people who had the chance to serve. Do something in the church. They won't do anything. Then they are in the church for a long time. Then little boys and girls come to the church and they decide we are going to serve. Then suddenly these little boys become the top people in the church. Top people in the church. I mean, I am the 94th bishop of the church, right? 94, 95. 4, 94. Does it mean that when I came to the church, there were only 93 people in the, in the church and I came to join as a 94th person? No. The church was full before I joined the church. Full. Full. Before I joined the church. With branches all over the world before I joined the church. But by seven. Even if it's going by, we, we are using the numbers. To count the level. I am at 94 of a church with 4,000 churches. Can you imagine? 
You know, I came to meet people in the church. Even when we were going for the consecration, I was, there was one consecration before ours. So we were standing outside. Then my pastor who took me through New Believer School, he came and he saw me. When he saw me, we were not dressed. I think I was just wearing a shirt and a pair of jeans or something. So he saw me. When he saw me, he said, hey, how are you? I haven't seen you for a long time. What are you doing here? Then I said, oh, one of my friends is getting consecrated, so I'm coming to support. <laughs> That's how life is. So, one of my, I said, oh, one of my friends. I said, oh, good, you're still serving God. I said, yes, great. Only for him to come and sit in front, then he saw me coming. <laughs> This boy has not changed. <laughs> yeah. He said, this boy has no change. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, help me. Yeah. As we have served God, we have risen through the ranks. Risen through the ranks. God has upgraded us. And those who have not served God, God has pushed them down, pushed them down, pushed them down. He said, can I be one of the servants? Number two. Number two. The second difference, they shall return, they shall descend between him that serve God and him that serve him. The second difference that comes when, we, when, when people don't serve God and people, between people who serve God and people who don't serve God is that the covering, God's covering over them is different. God's covering over them is different. The prodigal son, the Bible says he got to a place where no man gave anything to him. He said, for he, he would have fain have filled his belly with the hugs that the swine did. For no man gave unto you. I think verse 15. No man gave unto you. No, there, there was, when his money got finished, there was nobody to give anything to him. Nobody. Meanwhile, this other boy, he was in the house serving his father. Anything he wanted, his father gave to him. Anything. He just needed to ask. His father gave to him. But this guy had nothing. There was nobody to help him. For as long as my children are in my house and they abide by my rules, whatever they need, once I can afford it, I'll give it to them. Unless I can't, the only reason why they can't have it is because maybe I can't afford it. But if I can afford it, I'll give it to them. Because they are my children. They are under my covering. I provide for them. Recently, somebody said his soccer boots is sport. I said, which part of it is sport? So, something is off at the back. So, it doesn't score goals the way it has to score the goal. So, he needs another one. I said, no problem. Go and buy the other one. They went, bought it, came back. I looked at it. I said, does it score goals? Okay, good. Take it. Let's be there. Let's have peace in this house. But imagine that you came to ask me that your soccer boots don't score goals. 
I'll say, okay, let's pray about it. Alagbadaina. Yeah, that's what it means. Because you are not under my covering in that sense. The same way for this guy. He was hungry. He had nothing to eat. But because he will not serve his father, his father didn't give anything to him. Yeah. His father didn't. But, and he went and joined himself to a citizen in that country who sent him to the field to feed swine. And he will fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. For no man gave unto him. You see, you become a hustler. You become a hustler. Nobody is covering you. There's nobody to call for help. Nobody. But if you serve God, then you can call God for help. It's as simple as that. Over time, the difference shows. And don't believe in this apparent riches. Like suddenly the person looks flashy, looks rich. Oh, okay. We have been here for a long time, at least by the grace of God. Just give it some time. Give it 10 years. Give it 10 years. I knew people when we started life, we couldn't even afford mobile phones. They were driving BMWs. Yeah, driving BMWs. Today. Number three, I'm giving you five. My time is, I have five minutes. I'm giving you five in five minutes. Number three. The outcome of your life also becomes different. If you serve God, the outcome of your life is different from somebody who doesn't serve God. Somebody who doesn't serve God. This guy, they all looked like they were all blessed. An outcome is what happens in the long run. In the long run, what happens? That's an outcome. Now, this guy who did not serve God, at the end of it, he had nothing. He had nothing. When he came home for his own welcome home party, his father had to borrow him something to wear. Yeah, his father had to give him a shoe to wear. He didn't have a shoe to wear. Today I was asking somebody, how many takis do you have? I said, one, two, this one, mention all kinds of names, like you have lost count. I said, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to know that you have have to think, and and the vapor max. Oh. (laughs) It's like, counted and forgot that there's a vapor max. And the vapor mat. I say, you see? It's a blessing. But this guy, the way his life had turned out, even shoes to wear, he didn't have. Shoes to wear, he didn't have. When you serve God, the outcome of your life will be good. We have served God all these years. The outcome of our lives have been good. Have been good. So decide that you are going to be somebody who serves God. Look, serving, I think this is where the problem comes. When you are serving God, it's like you don't see the blessings just hit you. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, one month I got this, two months I got this. So then it's like, oh, it's worth it. But over time, you see it. And don't use your life to experiment. We already have this prodigal son. To learn from. Don't use your life. Okay, I'm going to experiment to see if what Bishop is saying is true. 
I'm not going to serve God for the next nine years then. Sometimes, you see, sometimes people go and they come. And they still do well. Some also go and they come, they never do well. Because sometimes the problems they have created when they come cannot be solved. So they have come, but the problems are following them. Yeah. I mean, you see, even sometimes marriage, he has gone to have four children, you have also gone to have two, then you have come to meet, then you have had one. Then it's like one big family. So when they come, then say, what's the problem? So your children and my children are beating our children. It's like very complex. Complex, it cannot be solved. So it just follows you like that. The next thing that happens is the next difference you see is, is in the area of peace. The amount of peace you have. Say peace. 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 The prodigal son, there came a time in his life that what to eat was now a problem. He had to be thinking about it. What am I going to eat? Where would I get food? To the point where now he started to fight with pigs. Now, you will not understand this big thing until you take a look at the Jews. The Jews don't eat pig. At all. They don't mix with pigs. At all. They have nothing to do with pigs. So, for him to even be at the level that he had to now look after pigs, the one who bats the pig. Jews don't touch. They don't even touch pigs. They don't have anything to do with pigs. You can't go to Israel and, and order bacon. No. It's an insult to them. So for the guy to now be looking after, it's like he's brushing the pig's teeth. <laughs> Open the other side. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> As though that is not enough, when they give food to the pigs, Then he's licking, as the pigs are eating, then he's licking. Oh. Then the pigs will look up this way and say, ah, ah. Then he'll be there. Have you seen somebody eating something that you wish you could have a bite? And the person is talking to you eating. Yes. Ah, this chocolate is very nice. Oh, have you tasted it before? Oh, it's very nice. You know, it tastes like. You see, first of all, like like chocolate, but it has a caramel feel towards, and it's minty at the edge. Then you take another bite, and you are there. You are just swallowing saliva. Ooh. That's what had happened to this guy. Even food to eat was a problem. May you never get to that level. Solomon said, I've been young, I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, his seed.
beg for bread. You will never beg for bread. I said you will never beg for bread. Never. Let us serve God. As I've served God all these years, I have never begged for bread. Of the many things in this world, bread, never. Like what am I going to eat? Ah, As I've served God, God has always made sure there's something to eat. My children asked me today, as we are coming to church, Daddy, when we come home, what, 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 what should we eat? I said, that's your mommy. <laughs> Call me daddy. <laughs> Go to your mommy. But whatever happens, when they get home, they'll have something to eat. And there'll be rice. There's always rice. I'm telling you. Be rice. You too, if you will serve God and serve God diligently, food will be one of the last things that is on your mind. The next thing is prosperity. I think my time is a prosperity. Prosperity. The prodigal son ended his life with nothing. All he had was borrowed clothes and shoes and a ring. That's all he had. That's all he had. That was all he had. But the guy who served the father who was in the house, the father told him, look, don't be bored. Let this guy, let's just have a party. For the father, you know, sometimes some of these people, you must just do something for them. You know, charity. Let's help them. But as for you, everything that is in this house, even the cow that he's eating, it belongs to you. It's your cow. It is your cow that he's eating. He has wasted all of his. Wasted all of his. But everything here belongs to you. This guy, he was fortunate that he came early enough before the father died. If the father had died before he came home. Hey. If he had a job as a servant, he won't get. Folks, let us serve God. Serving God is to our advantage. It's not to God's advantage. It is to our advantage. So that we can qualify for God to bless us. It is to our advantage. Yeah. So, come and sing in the choir. So, you think I'm do, you are doing the pastor a favor. You are not doing the pastor a favor. God is just saving you from contracting HIV. When the time you are coming to rehearsal, that guy with the HIV who's waiting for you to deliver the package to you. God just delivers you from that guy, from that rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. I was telling a story at UKZ and I close with this one on Friday of a guy who we went to call for to come for all night meeting on a Friday. So he's tired. He can't come. He's busy. No problem. Then we left him. When we left, then there was a fight in the house. Two neighbors were fighting. Then he came out to separate the fight. Then one of them went to the police to report the case. When he, when he went to the police to report, he told the police, then they said, then this boy was fighting me, and then they mentioned his name. Let's say his name is Mandla. Then Mandla also was there, and then they were fighting me, and they, then the police said, okay, no problem. Then they came. When they came, said, who is, who is this guy? Then they arrested the guy. Who is Mandla? Then they arrested Mandla. Then they took both of them. They took both of them. I mean, 
you could have been coolly praying at the cross night, being spiritual, or even at the all night and sleeping. They took him to their cells. Now, if they arrest you on a Friday, pray about it. I said, if they arrest you on a Friday, pray about it. Because when you are arrested, I mean, those of you have been arrested before, you know what I'm saying. But for those who don't know, let me explain to you. When you are arrested, there's a policewoman here, you can go and ask her. They take you and they bring you, big toe. When they arrest a person, not you, I mean, they arrest, I mean, they will never arrest you. They bring the person to what we call counter back. That is behind the counter. And they put you in the cell that is behind the counter. Holding cell. Thank you. That's the technical word for it. Holding cell. They put you in the holding cell. When they put you in the holding cell, what it means is that you have to appear before a judge on the next working day. Before somebody can bail you. Do, do, do you understand? So, if they arrest you today, they can't put you before a judge right now. So, at least you are there. You must be what? They will charge you. They will write the crime in the books. Then you are charged. Then you appear before a, a judge. Then somebody, they, they look at your case and say whether you, you, they can give you bail or not. Whether you are a flight risk, all these things. You, you just need to watch a little CSI. You don't need to go to law school. Watch a little CSI. You understand what I'm saying. NCIS. Then you are there. Now, if it's a Friday, the next time a judge will come to court is Monday. That's if the Monday is not a holiday. <laughs> It's a long weekend. Pray about it. The Monday you appear before a judge, then the judge will say, "What happened?" So this guy was there from Friday to Monday. Then the judge asks that, "What happened?" So oh, no, these two were the ones fighting. I just came to separate, and then they ask, "Is it true?" Oh, so you you don't have a case? Okay, sorry. Monday, Monday. Monday. I, I have an, another story. Technically, I don't want to use it today. Yeah. It, this one happened here to this place. UKZ and in Bali. I'm tempted to say it, but I don't want to say it. Yeah. yeah. Friends, countrymen, Romans, let us serve God. <laughs> let us serve God. Let us serve God. Let us serve God. That's the only option we have. Serve God. When we serve God, God will bless us. So as you are coming to church, you are not just coming to church to add to the numbers of the church. You are coming to church to serve God. And you are serving God so that God can bless you. Yeah. So that God can bless you. So that you can qualify for God's blessing. I pray that everybody in the church will offer themselves to God's service. Offer yourself. You may be young. You may be old. Whatever it is, this is the time to serve God. 
so that God can bless you. We will come back five years later. We'll see that God has blessed you. Your life is different from your neighbor's life. See that God has blessed you. We'll come ten years time. We'll see God has blessed you completely. Your life, your life is a wonder to other people because you served God. Or you can either be in the church, just be there lazily moving in the church. Oh, these things for children. These things is for people who don't have money. These things for people who don't know what they are doing. And be there for a long time. And you see that you are in the church. Those are the people who end up complaining. I've been in the church for 17 years, but God has not blessed me. You have not served. That's why God has not blessed. Yeah. Bible says, and ye shall serve the Lord, and he shall bless. Serve the Lord, and he will bless you. I pray that you will serve the Lord in Jesus. And stand to your feet, let's bring today's discussion to a close. Lift your hands, just pray for yourself quickly. Say, Lord, I want to serve you. Help me 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 to serve you. In the name of Jesus. Help me to serve you. Help me to serve you. Help me to serve you. That I will serve you. against anything that will try to take you away from the church. Pray against it right now, wherever you are. Pray against it. Whether it be your friend, whether it be yourself, whether it be your family, pray against it right now. Pray that God delivers you from that trap. That trap. God delivers you. Delivers you. Use it for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Help us to save you. you Help us not to waste our substance on wild living. But let us use our days. Let us use our time. Let us use our youth. Let us use our energy. Let us use our strength to save you. To save you. To save you. We bless you. We bless you. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Father, Thanks for every hand that is lifted up. We lift our hands in response to your call. Yes, Lord. To serve you. We say we will serve you. In the family that you have placed us, we will serve you. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a nicer Amen. amen. You are here this morning. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I don't know Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. If I'm to die today, I will not go to heaven. But I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. Close your eyes wherever you are. You say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you are here, you say, Pastor, please pray with me. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you from where you are standing. Pastor, please 
pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your. If you are lifting your right hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. Please, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If your hand is up, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. Come. I, I can see you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I will pray with you. Come to me. Come to me. Come to Jesus. Now I'll pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'm looking straight at you. Come to me. I'm looking straight at you. Come to me. Forgive me, Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe, I believe that you died for me, that you died for me and, you rose again. and you rose again. I confess you, I confess you Jesus, Jesus as the Lord of my life. As the Lord of my life. Thank, you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. To save me. Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for them? This is all it takes. And Satan knows it's this easy. That's why when he said, come for it, he said, no, don't go, don't go. This is all it is. This is it's so easy. If Satan can convince you, don't go, then you, he, he has won. Because he said, do you know what they are going to let you do? They are going to let you roll over, jump to the ceiling. It's all lies. This is it. It's done. It's done. Lift your hands. Let me pray with you. Father, thank you for all these ones who have surrendered their lives to you. Bless them. Keep them. Fill them with your spirit and use them to your glory. In Jesus name. Amen. Wonderful. Now the, the, the gentleman and the lady the ladies over there they have something wonderful they want to give to you and then you come back to your seats. Alright? So, if you can just go with them quickly, they'll give it to you. The sooner you go, the, the quicker you will come. Or the quicker you go, the sooner you come back. They'll give it to you and then you'll come back quickly. They want to give you a gift. A gift, actually. A gift. Just go with them. Let him have it. 
Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. Let your blessing rest and abide with us as we enter into a brand new week. In Jesus' name, amen. Please sit down for a second. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.